I just think it's super cool to see people share their story, to be able to kind of tell and give gems in life about, you know, how to maneuver through things. And, you know, without not having all the answers, being able to kind of just shed light on things that we really believe in. And where we're going is just super dope. What's good, family? Welcome to the Casa Project Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm your host, and we're live to you right here in the Casa Project studio, and today's episode is going to be a good one. Today, 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 I have with me O'Shea Woodhouse. Yes, sir. Owner and creator of OWV, O'Shea Woodhouse Visuals, and OWV Clothing, O'Shea Woodhouse Clothing. So today's conversation is going to be super dope. If you guys, uh, if you don't mind, O'Shea, can you just share a little bit about where you're from, yeah. what you represent, for sure. and uh, we'll go from there. For sure, man. Well, to start things off, um, thank you for the introduction. O'Shea Woodhouse, um, I was born in El Paso, Texas. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas. I'll represent pretty hard. And I would say the way I grew up, um, traveling back and forth between Houston, Texas and Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, th th there's a whole rabbit hole that we can go in there. But what I stand for, who I am as a person, um, I'm a man of God, I'm a father, I'm a creative, um, I'm a black man. <laughs> um, and it's all about this movement um, that I'm very passionate about and it's called We Free. Um, so what I stand for, I stand for taking ownership of your time. Absolutely. Um, being the best you can be, being aware of your impact on others and taking that responsibility and um, just being the best you can be for the people around you, but most importantly for yourself. So and I, I stand on that. 100%. So one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here is I've known you for a few years now and it started with us uh, just creating, yeah. creating merch. You wanted to get into the merch game and you know, uh, Billy hooked you up with my contact. We linked up from there. And we started creating, man, and, and, and I was thankful because you're someone that I've, I've met a lot of people, I've worked with a lot of people. Yeah. And you know, some things go very good, very good, some things go very smooth, and some things aren't the best experience, man. And I've done a lot of things with you. Yeah. And some of them were good, some of them were great, and some of them weren't the best experiences I wanted to give to you for myself. And to be able to see how you handle frustration, complications with peace, with grace, yeah. it's super inspiring, man. And, and, not, and not just from like one instance, like again, I've worked with you for years now, and um, I guess for you, as I, I know a little bit of, of your backstory, I don't know your full story over working with you these past couple of years, but I also know that you're very, very close to your mother. Absolutely. And your, your mother are like glue. So like, if you don't mind, I guess like, um, maybe share a little bit about your relationship with your father. Yeah. Why is it that you're so close to your mom? Right. And uh, how are you involved with both of them right now in your life? Absolutely, well, to start things off, I wanna just say, um, y'all know I'm big with the, with, the, with the clothing, the merchandise, and um, this is my inspiration. Um, my little brother and Claudio, they really inspired me to, to really take uh, my clothing line seriously and to take it to the next level. So just a token of my appreciation, I wanted to give you a shirt. We free the movement. Just want you to be That's a part love, of it. That's love, man. Appreciate yeah, it, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Just want you to be a part of it. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Um, Appreciate it. But um, back, back, back to business. Um, man, so it's deep, bro. Mm -hmm. um, 
The reason why I am so close to my mother is because of what we went through um, as, a, as I was a, a child, a baby, growing into uh, why I even came to Houston in the first place. But to start things off, I really wanna show love to my father because I do put that light on my mom so much. My dad always told me, take care of your mom. Absolutely. Um, and my mom and my, my dad, they have been the best of friends for as long as I can remember, but I don't ever remember them being together. Mm -hmm. So when I was about 10 months old, my dad moved to Charlottesville, Virginia, and my mom stayed in El Paso, Texas, and she ended up um, getting married to um, a, a man that I, I don't feel the need to say his name, um, and he was a police officer, and they moved us to Houston. So at, I would say about three years old, my mom was in an abusive relationship with a police officer. Wow. Yeah, um, and that affected me. And, um, and my mom was strong enough to get us out of that situation as soon as she could. So I would say around the age of six or seven, she, uh, one day we just didn't go home. You know, one day, you know, it's like you're going, I moved all around Texas, like Anahuac, Alvin, Houston, here and there. One day we had a home somewhere and we just didn't go back. We went to one of our friends' house. Yeah. And I would just say, if you're a young, if you're, if you're a young man and you witness certain things that I witnessed, then if once you make it out that situation, you and your mother are, are gonna be like this. And wow. that's why um, I go so hard for my mom mm -hmm. and that's why I love her because we made it out of that situation. My dad had no clue um, that any of that was happening. Wow. Because I was too young to even maybe express mm -hmm. that. Maybe I didn't even recognize it as abuse. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And if my dad would have known, I probably would have lost him too because yeah. he, he would have killed. He would have killed that yeah. dude. Um, so it might explain my. It might explain some of my. Uh, why I feel the way I feel about even maybe police officers yeah. and and why I feel certain ways about uh, uh, powers like institutions, yeah. institutions that even enable someone to have that power to like keep doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so show love to my dad because I would go to Virginia and it would be an escape. Um, that's why I have a little brother and I have an older brother, and I have a stepmom, and I have cousins in Virginia. All of that was my escape. I got to see what it looked like to have a home, because yeah. we lived in a one-bedroom apartment yeah. until I was maybe like 23. <laughs> so I got to see what a, what a two-story house looked like, what a Christmas looked yeah. like. So that's the dynamic of my parents. My dad, awesome, yeah, my dad motivated me to be the man that I am today, mm -hmm. and my mother um, is my biggest inspiration, next to my grandmother, rest in peace just because she's a strong woman and she's been through more adversity than you know anybody I know. And I see her today and I'm just like, I, I'm, I, I do it for, I do it for you. I do it for my son. I do it for my family, so. No, that's that's love, man. That's that's super inspiring. So one thing that, I mean, there's, there's I met, you meet a lot of people. Yeah. You work with people, you just collaborate with people. Like there's, you have to work with people. And with me working with so many of them, there's been times where like you meet them and you just know that, oh, they're strictly here for business. And then there's certain people you meet and you realize like they got it. Yeah. Like, they're here for relationship. 
And I've gotten that from you. Always gotten that from you. And your spirit's yeah. always very, very gentle, but at the same time, like you're very firm and very confident in what you're trying to produce. That's so what I wanted to kind of share with you, I wanted you to share actually, yeah. was like, with all that going on, was there a point in time or what happened why, like, instead of you reacting with certain circumstances and, and, and fucked up shit you might have saw in your life, yeah. instead of you reacting like a normal person and being very bitter and being an asshole to a lot of people, like, mm-hmm. your, your spirit's very graceful. Appreciate you. Was there ever a time where, like, you crossed the road and you just kind of decided to be this person that you're not, you know, you weren't statistically supposed to be? Or did, was there ever a time where, like, you really made this decision to say, you know what, I'm going to be a better man than... You know, my stepfather might have ever been, or yeah, yeah. you know, those kind of things. If you can elaborate a little bit yeah, on that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I made the conscious decision to to go the direction that I'm in now, and to be the man that I am now at a young age. Um, man, I've seen a lot of streets. I've I seen a lot of street shit, man. Like, I've been around drug deals. I've been around weapons. I've been around just stuff that. Obviously, statistically, you would expect me to maybe dive deeper into that, but I just made the con- conscious decision that I wasn't gonna go that direction. I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna be the guy that had his head in the books, which turned out into being the guy that was an artist. Yeah, and I made a conscious decision early to be an artist, and that enabled me to express myself, mm-hmm. tell my story. People always, people in positions of um, influence for me, mentors, they they say one thing in common. They're like, O'Shea, your gift is storytelling. So people that see me, they might see me, you know, making music, shooting videos, photography, these different forms of art. But in, in reality, I'm just telling a story. Yeah. And I think it's because I have a story and growing up, I just figured out that I know how to tell this story and that's something that um, enabled me to stay away from things that could have gotten me into into trouble is having a purpose Mm -hmm. and I felt like my purpose was to be an artist and at a young age I just said we're gonna we're gonna gonna take this as far as we can take it and I haven't stopped since like I've been I've been working on whatever I've been working on for longer than mm-hmm. I can remember. Yeah, that's it's inspiring, man. And I think one thing I wanted to kind of talk to you about too is like, I don't know what it's like to be a black man, yeah. but I know what it's like to be a colored person. Yeah. And some of the things you have to go through as an individual, as a man, like the, the weight that comes with it. So I guess for you, like I, I know that you're, you're proud of your skin color, which is yeah. super awesome. You're proud of, yeah. you know, of where you're at right now in life. At the same time, understanding there's so much work that still needs to get done. So I guess with that, taking that mindset in is like trauma, mm-hmm. things that you've had to see, things you've got to go through. What has been your biggest thing that you've taken away from these things and decided, you know what, I'm going to choose healing for my family. I'm going to choose yeah. peace for these things. Okay. Well, see, it's it's a beautiful thing that you you said, you know, I'm that you recognize that I'm proud to be in the skin that I'm in. Yeah. Um, and this is one thing I want to make sure I stress about the We Free movement. Um, it's really about, it's not about the fact that I'm just addressing black situations. Yeah. It's about me addressing situations for people that feel like I feel for yeah. wh- however they, whatever they identify with, if they feel how I feel, we're connected, right? Mm-hmm. So. I want to make that known that this is a movement for black, brown, yellow, orange, whatever. <laughs> like yeah. that's what this is. Yeah. 
now can you please answer ask your question again <laughs> sorry <laughs> no i was just trying to understand like when it comes to like like you're on you're, you're on yeah. the point already but like obviously there's things you have to go through oh yeah and and there's trauma and there's oh, yeah. things you, you should probably never never seen because we all have things like that yeah but kind of going back to the original question i asked you was like when you when you go through these things and you see these things was there a point in time where you're like like can you explain a little bit more about your your healing you've gone through yeah. or certain piece you've had to make growing up of certain things because i know that like mm. i guess what i'm trying to tap at is like i know for myself like again i meet a lot of people and you can eat like from one conversation one complication you can you can see their, their trauma it's, yeah. it's very very surface and it's a root that's a lot deeper than that and you can kind of like you, you can kind of tell where like people are and you know how to handle them and like i say it's just like when i talk to a lot of people and when i talk to you you're more of an idea like i can tell that you've gone through some things but you've mm -hmm. also gone through some healing and yeah man i would say the fact that i've been through so much i always remember um my grandmother um same birthday december 18th you guys has same birthday wow and rest in peace to my grandma um i just remember her wow she had 18 pregnancies my grandfather was in the military so she had to hold down the home while my grandfather was away so anytime that I needed some uh, therapy or some healing, I just had this amazing connection with my grandmother to where I could just tap into the idea that like my grandmother, my grandmother loves me and she went through way more than I went through. It's possible to, mm -hmm. it's possible to take it, yeah. take that pain and it's possible to turn it into um, your testimony mm -hmm. and your testimony can turn into inspira inspiring others. Yeah. So what's therapeutic for me is putting my mind to work. Yeah. Instead of me sitting and reflecting on what hurt me, if I can keep myself busy, if I can create something, then that all that energy, whether it's whether it's negative energy, positive energy, it can be channeled. Yeah. So I've learned the therapy for me is channeling my energy That's into good. into my art. So my art, everything that I do is there's always a message behind it. And it's like, I, I go so hard for yeah. it. I think sometimes people are like, bro, why are you going so hard? For, like, what is what is it? Why is this so important to you? It's because that's how I channel. Yeah. That's how I channel the anger. That's how I channel the sadness. That's how I experience the happiness when people react to the art. When people tell me that the art inspired them. When people, I drop something, people want to be a part of it. Yeah. That's how I channel it. And and that's the best therapy for me, which is why I say like I'm an artist because yeah. I live this, I do this every day. And I see it, man. I definitely yeah, see it. That's and love. I think it's I think it's cool because like like the people that I'm I'm planning on like bringing on here aren't people that are like blowing up and yeah. all like that's not that's never been my purpose. Yeah. It's people that are that are here that are they in it. organically working and growing and creating in it. And I think like for, for what you were saying is like, I think it's the same thing for me, like channeling it. And it's different for everybody, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's more than just like, it's, I know how to create an art and how to create and merch and all these things I do, man. But it's just super cool to realize like, again, like for like me, like the music I listen to, like I love all types of music. And the music that I'm usually torn to and drawn to are people that are expressing very beautiful music at the same time, very hurtful music. Yeah. Very, very that pain. dark, very dark. And it's, yeah. the, it's the stuff that I relate to, man. And, and like, those are the things that I'm, I'm always on repeat. So like for me, one of my, 
And I'll be honest with you, like, I, I'm a big fan of Mac Miller. Like, Mac Miller, man, he, he speaks to my soul a lot. And the thing about Mac is that, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of him until he passed. Mm -hmm. And it and, 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 and it's, it's kind of sad because, like, obviously you want to be able to dive into these artists while they're, here, while they're here, but, like, it was something about Mac that I've always been drawn to. And then when he, when he passed, man, for me, like, I just dove into his music. Yeah, and you realize how catalog. much you realize how much of a musical genius he is, man. And like, and I think for me, it's like, like it's, it's more than just like the words that he's speaking. It's the sounds and the sonic tones and the synths that are in his music. So like for me, like, I'll probably listen to the same song on repeat all year long just to get into that one organ or that one chord that just rides for a good 10, 15 minutes because yeah. it speaks in its way. It's so he channels all of his music, and he's like, you know, he's one of many, many different artists that have done that, man. And I know that. Part of you not only being, you know, a creator of merch and of music, you also do video work and you yeah. do, and you and you're starting to tap into belief that other people have. Like they're trying to create, you're trying to help them come along, come along the journey. So like, if you don't mind, how did you start getting into all these other things that you do other than just music? Like how you know, because like a lot of people get into stuff, and we're taught to just stay within this one yeah. path, this yeah. one angle. You can only be an artist, only a rapper, only a singer, only a videographer. And for you, you're you're creative. Like you do all these things. Yeah. It's so how do those things start start to happen? And where are you at with that now? So it started with storytelling. I used to write um, in second grade. My second grade teacher. <sighs> second grade, maybe it was it was some grade. I just got a notebook. My teacher told me to keep writing because I had a gift. Yeah. So I started writing, started freestyling around my friends. Then I decided I was gonna be a rapper. Yeah. Um, and the music opened all the other doors for me because if you're gonna rap, if you're gonna be into this hip hop culture, how are you going to bring, how are you gonna bring all of that to life? And I found that I like to do things in-house. I like to do things myself. If I want, if I'm gonna write a song, I wanna go record the song. I wanna make the video for the song. Then I wanna post the song and I wanna, I wanna, I wanna tell the story yeah. through every element. So the music thing has been the, cha the biggest challenge for me because everything else has immediately turned into money. Money, money, Absolutely. money, yeah. video money, yeah. photography money, clothing money, the music, it's just been the passion. And I got a song to where I said, I must be doing this wrong. People like me don't make it off of songs. My music too real, and that's how I feel. And when you said that Mac Miller passed away, you dove into his catalog, yeah. that almost inspired me a little bit yeah. because I'm not gonna have to pass away for somebody to dive into my catalog, yeah. but what I'm going to do is I'm gonna keep making this music. I'm gonna yeah. keep putting that, cause that's where it started. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep putting that energy into the music and somebody's gonna dive into the catalog and then they're gonna get that healing Absolutely. from it. So music led me to video, cause I had to, I had to shoot my videos. <laughs> I, I was in a little dance crew that's growing dope, up. I had, to shoot, I had to shoot the videos and photography was always something that I did in my mind. So I started making money shooting videos and doing photography. Then I got into the merch game because fashion has been my life. Like I love fashion. I got that from my mom and my dad. Yeah. So everything that I realized that I was doing naturally as kind of like a hobby, I took, I took the music and I didn't put it to the side, but I said, O'Shea, the music is gonna keep you um, creatively inspired, but you need to go out there. You need to go get some bread. You need to go touch some money. So that's how the other things popped up is whenever I started doing that for other people. Yeah. And now I'm here 
and I'm like a jack of all trades, but in reality, it's all connected. Yeah. No, I'm on the same wave, man. Like yeah. I said, from, you know, we just launched Casa Projects and the idea of Casa Projects isn't just one wavelength of just creating merchandise. Yeah. It's being able to tap into literally all things that we feel are taking off, man. Like yeah. I love my, I love my life. I love where I'm going. I'm proud of where I'm, where I've come from. That's at beautiful. The, at the same time though, there's a new generation. There's an older generation. There's a lot of people that are stuck between the in-between. Mm -hmm. And for me, I've always been someone that's been like just solidified in where I'm trying to go and what I believe and who I am. So I think like for me, man, it's like, I've taken some L's. I've yeah. taken a lot of L's. And you know, at, at certain times when you see these things, you wonder a lot of times like why, why, you know, like why did this happen? And I've never questioned God or anything. Like I'm, I'm a, I, my foundation and my, my faith is still so firm, bro. And like who I am today is because of what I've always done and what I've always believed because yeah. I've been solid like that. Yeah. And I think like for me, I look at these L's and it's more of like, they've always been lessons, man. I know it's cliche to say, but they've always been lessons for me because like now what I've learned, the older you get, you always have a decision. You have a decision to make on what side of the fence you want to lean on. Yeah. You can lean on the on the side of really diving into your flesh and, and letting your natural reactions happen, whether that's in anger, whether it's in frustrations, whether that's in blame, or you have a decision to make where you truly decide to figure out where do you go from here? How do you learn from this? Yeah. And I've always chose the side of, of where you learn from, man. I look at it now too, because like the older you get, like we go through some pretty tough shit. We do. And it's dark, man. And We're men, bro. And it's, and it's tough. And I think like for me, I've always realized like, there's always a plan outside of this. And I think for me, like the older you get, you naturally, when these things happen to you, your heart naturally becomes calloused. Yeah. And your, your, your reaction whenever it's calloused is that you become numb to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. and, and it's super tough because mental health is really real. Like I struggle with mental health and I'm very open and very vulnerable with the things that I say and the things that I share. And before I was a little bit unsure to say because I don't want anybody to think that like I was like yeah. weird or crazy or didn't, or like, cause I would talk to people, man. I would talk to them. And I'll be very, I'll try to be very, very open. And when I talk to them about my inspirations and my dirt too, a lot of times it was like a deer in the headlights. Like they didn't yeah. really understand or what was they going on. They get lost. And it and, and and like happened for me the longest. And again, like I've always tapped in and I've always gotten to a point where like, no matter how numb I was in life and how numb my spirit is now, like I've made it a plan and a promise to myself that like, I'm here, like I'm, I'm, I'm here no matter what. Like if I'm in pain and I'm going through a dark season of my life, I'm in the pain, like yeah, I'm in present. it, I'm learning from it, I'm growing from it. And I just learned, man, that like being present is everything, man. Like this is the season I've always been on the past couple of years. It's like present, being present is everything. Yeah. Because when you're present, you kind of learn how to grow and react and how to go from there. Because I've always been someone that's like, when shit hits the fan, I've never blamed anybody. It's always been me. Like it's always been like, all right, let's figure out how I can maneuver through this. Yeah. And now that like, you know, through working so many years when I was younger, getting very, very little sleep, like being on this grind thing, which I respect anybody's hustle. Yeah. At the same time, like we don't talk about how you're supposed to care for yourself, yep. how you're supposed to rest, That's how important. you're supposed to get help, how you're supposed to reach out for help. Like you're not meant to do these things. And the hard part about seeing the bigger plan and seeing the future is you only see it. Yeah. Everybody else only sees what's due today. Yeah. You know, sometimes you know your your spouse might only see bills and he might only see health and y'all's relationship. At the same time, like as a man. As a woman, as a leader of your household, you're always trying to figure out like, how am I gonna do these things? And there's no pause button on these clocks in your head. And they're always moving and going we and always going moving, and going. Bro. And I think that's what I'm learning now is like, man, like if there's anything I can say is like, through all the bullshit that's ever happened is like, I'm here in the moment. And I think like for I like me, that. like I love, I love my daughter, bro. Like I love my wife, I love my life because like if everything you ever realized that you've gone through 
I say a lot about what I've gone through, but they've been there the they've whole time, there. man. And like, like God really orchestrates these blessings in your life. And it's up to us to decide if we choose the side of the fence to be very grateful yeah. and to learn from it and grow from it, or if we choose the side to be bitter. And I think like for you, you're a father now. Yeah, and man. You're getting married soon. Yeah, man. So how's that weight, <laughs> that pressure? How's it caught? I know that it's probably mm. put you in a gear to really work and get these things, but like, Man. how have you balanced the idea of really being present, really being here, along with the idea of being the best husband, supporter, father that you can actually be? Man, it's it's a beautiful thing to be a father, and the direct the the direction I was going before I found out that I was going to be a father, um, I had a hustle, I had the mentality. Yeah. I had a bigger, I had a bigger purpose than just doing it because it was me and it, because it's cool. Um, and then when I met the the mother of my child, my fiance, future future wife, when I met her, um, I kind of locked in, unlike I've ever locked in on any of my art because it felt different. Yeah. So, I, but I locked in, bro. Like. I locked into the point where I was like, you're going to be the mother of my child. Yeah. And I'm going to earn your time. And you're going to understand why I need you, you need me. That's my, that was my mentality. So I believe in speaking things into existence, man. Yeah. I believe in praying for yeah. something that you want. And yeah. if, it's a, if, if it's for you, God's going to give it to yeah. you. That's what I did. Yeah. So I prayed for a child. Yeah. I prayed to be a father. And when it happened, I quit my job. <laughs> I did not allow anything that didn't deserve my time to take my time. Yeah, that's good. And I dedicated myself to legacy. Yeah. I, dedic I dedicated myself to generational wealth. I dedicated myself to being the best dad that I could ever be, the best. I dedicated myself to even more be bro be faithful to my wife be just be uh be the man like if you if you going to come out here and you going to say you the man be yeah. the man because there's a lot that comes with it yeah. everybody want to say to the man but who's going to be the man absolutely you're right so i locked into that man and the day that my son popped out into this world i never knew that i was so ready I, everything clicked yeah. in and from that day to this day um, my biggest inspiration is O2, O'Shea Woodhouse the second. Like, I love That's being dope. a dad, and I, and I recently had to, I, I work um, with the nonprofit called Workshop Houston, mm -hmm. and I never ever went to a therapist before. Wow, um, I have either, but I've heard I, it's... Yeah, I've heard it's amazing, but I never, I've never felt like I need to go to a therapist, but I was speaking to two men that do go to therapy and we had a conversation and I realized that I have this toxic trait to where I feel like I'm gonna save the world. Yeah. And when I'm locked in trying to save the world, let me let me do what I'm doing because you'll be grateful when it's mm -hmm. finished. So I got this chip on my shoulder in my own house. When the people in my house are gonna support me, they've yeah. been supporting me, I don't have to have a chip on my shoulder with them. So I had to recognize at that moment, like, O'Shea, like, you wanna go so hard for these goals, but be present in the moment. Yeah. Respect your respect your wife, respect your, your yeah, family, and, and make sure that they know that like, 
they're more important than all this stuff, all yeah. this art, this, oh, I'ma drop this, I'ma drop this album and we gonna, we gonna be good, I'ma I'm drop this merch, we gonna be good, nah, like, just be, if you take away all the art and you just let me be a family man, yeah. I'll be more happy than, right. I'll be yeah. more happy than I could ever be, so. Just recognizing that how things changed for me when I, why did I do the things that I did when I found out I was gonna be a dad? Now I have to be present in the moment to where it's like, I, I quit this stuff that was not good for my time to be present, so be present. And that's huge, man. I think uh, the biggest part about that too is, as anybody knows that deals with this, is like, it's, it's an everyday struggle. It's an mm -hmm. everyday choice that you have to make. Like scripture tells us that we're called to pick up our cross every single day. And I think picking up our cross has little to do with the religion and things you like you follow. I think it's mm -hmm. more to do with like who you are you as a man, yeah. as a woman. Like I, I'm a believer in, in, in God and, 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 and I'm saved through Christ and he's and, you know he's done amazing things in my life, but outside of not just being a follower of him, it's like being the best I can be when it comes to a husband, to yeah. you know, to a be father, to a son. Cause I think at the end of the day too, man, like it's all like for me from the get-go. I've always decided that I'm taking the long route, man. Because you know, the deeper we go into organizations, the deeper we go into certain churches, certain nonprofits, we realize, man, there's a battle that we can't win. There's a battle, man. Racism is real. Racism is so real. Political views and choices are real. Like, it's a game that we're called, they're asking us to play that I never wanted to play because I saw firsthand what it was when I was serving in ministry. And they're gonna of exploit how, of how, you. Of how rigged the game was against you. You're, you're, you're exploited. At the end of the day, I needed the organizations to plug me in to meet the people. Yeah. But the institution, I'm not loyal to any institution. I'm loyal to family. I'm loyal Absolutely. to relationships. I'm loyal to the mission. I'm loyal yeah. to the movement. So when I feel like my time is done, yeah. I'm not gonna burn any bridges. I'm not gonna disrespect yeah. anyone that helped me get to where I'm going, but I'm always gonna let people know that I care about my family more than I care Absolutely. about y'all <laughs> yeah no, you're, you're, that's 100 man because i think yeah. for me what i've realized is like it's it's triple threat for me mm -hmm. it's not just getting money and financially being stable it's literally being the best man husband son follower that i can be man and i think like for me like that's what matters the most and if it takes me to have to start a business and to fail and to do it over again if it takes 10, 15, 100 times to do it. That's what it's gonna do. And at the end of the result means that I still stay true to who I was, then that's where I wanna be at. And that's the mindset I, that I had to set, man. So like for me, you know, five, six years ago, I realized that I was, I was struggling with mental health. Mm -hmm. I never knew it. Like you have clocks that go, that go, that go, and you never have a chance to really face it, man. And I think for, like for me now, like me working by my, for myself, yeah. providing what I gotta do for the family, it's, it's weird how it all works because when you commit your foundation to be solid and what you truly believe, it's funny how the blessings come and fit perfectly in like a puzzle. So like now me and my wife, like we've been through it, bro. Like when I was serving at the church 70, 80 hours a week, you know, going to school, working multiple jobs just to, you know, to try to chase this so-called dream that we have not really knowing what it was. I was coming home and she was getting leftovers with me, man. And it wasn't a healthy marriage at first. So like, after all these years, she's helped and she's been with me and she's never complained once. And to this moment, to this season we're in now, like it's the happiest we've ever been. Like some of the things that we've gone through, the healing we've gone through, like it took me so much to realize that the hurt that I was causing myself yeah. for myself, to myself and to my marriage 
like it's it comes full circle now i realize like man what really really matters time it's, it's the time it's the time it's with all them, about man. time and that's what i realized <laughs> man is like people love you they love your talents mm -hmm. But what they really want is they want your dedicated time and they're, they're not willing to pay you what your worth is. Nope. And I think for me is like, I respect anybody that, you know, goes to work and provides and takes care of them. So yeah. that's, that's, that's dope. That's super cool. Take care of yours. But for me, man, if you're up at night losing sleep, thinking about how you're going to get more time to be with your family and provide for the future generations to come, for your kids to come. Because like every day I look at my daughter, man, it's like she's in kindergarten now and Oof. she's five years old. And she was once a baby. She was once a baby, and then she was a toddler. And like, I can't go back. Can't go back. So as time's passing, I'm literally losing time from her. And and like, um, she's daddy's little girl. So for her, it's like, when she tells me all the time she's at school and she cries sometimes because she's like, I just want to be around you, and I wish I was at home with you. And like, part of me is like, man, like, every decision I've ever made that was for myself, for my family, was for the of where we're trying to go with the idea of being present with time that we okay. have right now. So I think for me now, it's like, I can't do that, bro. Like, I can't go back. Like, I, never, I, under, I understand if I have to, like, you know, provide yeah. for those, you, you gotta take care of yours. But the time that we have, when you really truly value it and realize who it, it belongs to, which is yourself, which is your loved ones, which is to the mission that God's calling us to live daily. Like, I can't go back, man. Can't go back, bro. I'm, ded I'm dedicated to the art because I believe that that's gonna open up so many different doors for people that look like me, that look like you. But ultimately, I'm gonna pass the keys to my son and I couldn't pass a nine to five to yeah. my son. Yeah. Like, you wanna be the CEO of somebody else's company? Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. I bet you you're gonna lose your family on the path to being the CEO for somebody else's company. But if you wanna be the CEO of your own company, then you can actually be with your family as you make that journey. And I truly believe that yeah. because that's what I'm doing. And I'm telling you, I don't know which camera needs to see this more, but I'm telling y'all, we working and we on to something and you are gonna see this and then you are gonna remember this conversation and then when you see where we're at, you can do it too, because yeah. we're in a position now where we're talking about things that are gonna happen, but they're going to happen, so. You know what's crazy is like, I talk to a lot of people, yeah. and obviously every time we talk, like, we've been saying this for years. Yeah. And um, it started years ago, even before that. So we had, we, me and you happened across paths mm -hmm. years ago, and the journey started way before Shout that. Shout out to Billy. And I just think like, man, it's super cool because like now I talk to people and it's like, I'm a fucking giant, bro. Only because like, I like, like God's never left my side and God has always spoken to me. Holy Spirit's always spoken to me in the current season I was in. And it's always been inspiring to me. So when all the bullshit I was going through, through all the dark days mentally that I was battling, times where I feel like I was drowning and I wasn't gonna make it out of the season because yeah. like, depression's real, bro. Anxiety's real and it makes you feel like you're like, Eternity, like it feels like you're not gonna get out of it. Like you're drowning. And it, and it exactly it feels like you're drowning. And I think for me, I've realized like in those days that felt like I was never gonna make it. And to be able to stand firm now, still battling these things, but with both like hands and feet standing strong, tall, like Just I'm, 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 I'm at a place now to where I felt like I had no chance in this battle, mm -hmm. to where now I feel like I'm actually winning. Yeah. And as an individual, <laughs> as a man. And if you're gonna come in my life and you're gonna try to tell me anything that's different from my art, 
to what I put out to my conversations. It's like disagreements happen, but if you try to put my shit down, yeah. like when you realize the shit that you've been through and how you had to dig yourself out of that shit, and then as a father, as a husband, and all these things that happen, man, like you feel fucking unstoppable, bro. Unstoppable. And that's the thing I'm, I'm at now is like some people might get my shit as being too cocky, but like you don't nah. understand the shit that I saw. Like the way that I used to think now, then to where I, I did now, it's, it's completely different. And scripture talks about us being sober-minded, man. And I think yeah. that's where I'm at now. It's like, even from when I was serving in, as a pastor in the church to where I am now, like now I'm sober-minded. Yeah. Like I know what it is to think as an, as an individual. I know what it is to think as a man and to really like orchestrately like decide for my family or where we're going, man. And it's just fucking beautiful because like I realized that like, man, like when you get that moment of feeling unstoppable, you feel like, like the things that once seemed impossible. Yeah. They're not tangible. Man. And we're seeing it and we're feeling it. Because like, like I talk to a lot of creatives now too, man, and, and other people that have been following my journey. I've been following their journey too. And uh, I was like, man, we've been through a lot of seasons where like you feel like something's coming. And part of it's just having being hopeful, which is cool. But now it's like, yeah. oh, it, it's, it's different, man. It's like, different, bro. We're yeah. tapping into something. And, and I can't tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. But I can just tell you that we're in it now. Oh, we in the, we in the mix. And for just to be straight up, like... Like, when you are creative and you're just creating, you might get lucky. Somebody might catch yeah. on to your wave and they might want to ride your wave with you. But when you have a plan and you execute that plan, mm -hmm. things start to happen. I'm making music because I got a story that I need to tell and people need, people need the game needs me, bro. And everything that we were doing artistically in the background, those things are gonna be elevated yeah. with that platform because music is the ultimate therapy. Whether you know you needed it or not, some things that you listen to can change your life for Absolutely. better or for worse. Absolutely. Yeah. So this energy that you feel for me, how can I get that to as many people as possible? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's what this music is. I'm very excited for what's next yeah. because I'm teamed up with people that are going to help me get to where I'm going. Shout out to Main 10 Entertainment, T-Gray, Natalie, my team, Jackson, all of us, Sub-Zero. Like, these are people that you, you surround yourself with, with an army and y'all gonna win the war straight yeah. up. Like, that's what's gonna happen. And shout out to, shout, First and foremost, shout out to Chanel for even allowing me to be um, the man that I that I want to be. Absolutely. Because you gotta have that support back yeah. home. And then, and then I'm just grateful to God that He's like giving me the gift to keep pushing. But it's never felt like this. We didn't we didn't need to do this interview. Yeah. Six months ago, we needed to do it now. Absolutely. Like this, th we, this is now. Yeah, this you're, is, you're this right. Is, this is Bottom. what was this had to happen now. Because it's crazy now, like yeah. it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. I think, um, no, you're you're absolutely right about that. Like, I, I think if we would have done it before, um, like I'm just realizing now, man. Like, as creatives, you get low moments, you get high moments. Yeah. And some of them times are inevitable. Creative yeah. blocks, creative blocks, sometimes inevitable. But whenever you get these moments, these waves of inspiration or waves of just wanting to create, it's super crucial to jump on them, man. Because that's what I'm learning now. Was like. The more that I'm jumping on them, the more they're coming constantly. Yeah. Now. And it's like now it's like I'm like, like I'm learning how what it is to trust my body. So like 
physically I take care of myself. I work yeah. out, I, I do my best to eat better or make better choices. I, I mean, I do my best now to rest the way I need to. Mm -hmm. And the thing I'm always realizing is like, you cannot be here, like in this moment, in the moment of your kids, in that moment, if you're not here. Yeah. And I think for me is like, it's super important. Like I know it's cliche, take care of yourself. I think like, no, you have to take care of yourself. You have to. Because when these opportunities and these moments come, if I'm not okay mentally, I'm not gonna be ready for that opportunity and I'm gonna miss it. So I think like for like now, is like I think a lot of people that are starting to tap into uh, my art and my creative and my stuff that I'm putting out, same thing for you, is like, they might be people that have been following us for a while and maybe just ignored us or just been a little bit more quiet and yeah. see where we go. But I've realized that, that there's a yearning and there's a yearning for raw, true struggle, Maybe. grit of what needs to be put out. And I think of where we're going with this man is gonna be super awesome because like now that's where I'm at, that's what I'm tapping into. It was just, you get the good and bad with me, there's no in between. Yeah. Some days you get me and some days I'm whole, some days I'm yeah. broken, but you're getting everything it's that I'm real. putting out. And the thing that I've always learned is like, whether I'm broken or whether I'm whole, I'm always at peace. And that's the thing that God's given me and the gift that God's allowed for me to that. really you know, nurture and I think, um, for any of you guys that are watching this, man, I know that some of you guys are probably at a crossroads. And I think for anybody that decides to take the mantle and to pick up the weight of where you're gonna go in your life, you have to make a decision. And I think some people are okay with riding the fence and they're okay with just getting by. But for some of you guys that are tapping in and starting to realize like, man, like, you don't know what it is, you don't know how to express it. This is my way of telling you, like, you have to make a decision. And it's super fucking hard. And it's gonna take a lot of weight. It's gonna take a lot of trial and error, a lot of losing. But at the end of the day, man, I think like this is what God's called us to do. It's called us to live a life that not statistically what we're supposed to live, but a decision that's gonna better our future, yeah. our loved ones, our kids, and you know where we're going from there. Yeah, take, take your time seriously. There's gonna be so many people that are going to take advantage of you because you don't know how much you're worth. So when I say we free, I mean, like we know our worth we know our time is valuable and we're going to take it like we're gonna take our freedom that's what it is so man look i don't know how you feel but i i wanna i wanna spit something for yeah him. go for it bro <laughs> yeah i think uh like i said yeah. man this the idea of what we're doing is it's all goes bro like yeah. there's no walls like Podcasting wise, you have to stick within certain time. Like, nah, this is yeah. constant projects, collective, we create, we put out. And I'm, I'm an honor, man, if yeah. you could definitely share something. I'm gonna spit something. So I just wanna say, man, we free. The tape dropping December 21st. My first single, Subliminal, dropping December 1st. And I just wanna share something with y'all. I told them, keep playing the game. They looked at me like I was crazy or something. Now the same people was thinking I'm crazy, disgruntled or leaving or something. I be ahead of the game. Shout out the people put me in position. Yeah, I'ma play my position, but best believe I would not slave for positions. You can keep titles and all the promotions. They basically housing y'all niggas. You can keep titles and all the promotions and all the commotion that's with it. I don't do gossip. They laugh in your face, throw dirt on your name in a minute. Feel like I was selling my soul and couldn't put my name on what I was living. They on you and drain on your spirit and brainwash you till you submit to the vision. Take all of your time from your fam and call you they fam. Fam, I ain't with it. We free. Let's go, man. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Um, de definitely make sure you guys follow him. Like I said, I mean, I've been following O'Shea for a while now, man. And like I said, I, I don't put you guys out on anything unless I really truly believe it. And you got it, bro. You definitely got it. Um, if I can hit you guys with one more thought, man, is I know that some of you guys are going through some stuff. Just tap in, like endure your feelings. Some of you guys that are, are finally understanding what it is to face your demons, to grow up, to finally graduate. And I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of people, is a lot of people have been battling their things 
for so long and not willing to really confront it. And I would just encourage you guys, man, to tap in, learn yourself, love yourself and grow. And uh, before we close out, I'll show you, you can give a couple last words where they can find yeah, you at, absolutely. how they can get a hold of you and anything else you got coming up, man. Again, absolutely. I appreciate you, bros. That was super yeah, dope, man. Thank you, bro. Um, like I said, once again, Claudia, man, big inspiration. This clothing, a lot of people know me for it. It started working with you. And I just want to leave y'all with a couple things, man. Um, we Free, it's a movement. I want you to be a part of it. I want you to embrace respecting yourself, respecting your time. Um, it's not always about knowing what you have to do in the moment. It's about understanding that it's okay to make a decision when you recognize it. Okay, now I know my worth, so now I'm gonna help y'all figure out what to do with it when you know your worth. We Free the Movement, the mixtape drops December 21st, my first single, December 1st. You can find me at O'Shea Woodhouse on IG, OWV Clothing, and if you need some video work, some photography, O'Shea W Visuals, all at my IG. It'll be somewhere around here. Peace out. Love y'all, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, again, that concludes episode two of the Casa Projects podcast. Love you guys. Look out for more work coming. Thank you.